0: Welcome to the Ruby Plus Podcast, episode 29. Today's podcast is sponsored by rubyplus.com. rubyplus.com provides training in Ruby and Rails. Visit us at rubyplus.com. One line of code that compromises your server by Jack Singleton. A session secret is a key used for encrypting cookies. Application developers often set it to a weak key during development and don't fix it during production. This article explains how such a weak key can be cracked and how that cracked key can be used to gain control of the server that hosts the application. Rails Benchmarking, Puma and Multiprocess by Noah Gibbs. One consequence of the GIL is that a single Ruby process has limited ability to fully use the capabilities of a multi-core machine, including a larger AWS instance. This article increases the number of processes to measure the performance gains. Five Tips for More Effective Capybara Tests, by Haydar Bernardson Capybara is an acceptance testing framework for web applications. This article discusses about more robust element search with scoping, testing pages that run JavaScript, waiting for JavaScript-driven elements, saving pages for debugging, and use different element-matching strategies. Fay, a flexible, open-source, Rails-based CMS. Faye generates models, controllers, and views for your app that inherit from its core classes, making it easy to customize and integrate. Difference between Date, Time, and DateTime by Herrick Rischenin. Date and time are one of the most important aspects which every coder has to deal with in Ruby. There are three different classes in Ruby that handles date and time. They are Date, Time, and DateTime. Date and DateTime classes are both from Date library and time class from its own time library. Monitoring Sidekick using AWS Lambda and CloudWatch by Brandon Hilkert. Sidekick offers a way to visual the jobs processed over time when on the dashboard. Unfortunately, these graph don't show the number of retries from 2 a.m. last night or how long it took to exhaust the queues when two million jobs were created. Historical queue data is important if Rails apps does a lot of background work and number of users is growing. Seeing these performance characteristics over time can prepare you to add more background workers. AWS Lambda is a good choice for Endpoint's functionality that feels cumbersome to include in Rails apps. Bringing deeper visibility to sidekick queues will give you the ability to see usage trends you are not aware of throughout the day. This will help you preemptively add infrastructure resources to keep up with your growth. GitHub DS by GitHub. A collection of Ruby libraries for working with SQL on top of Active Records Connection. Used in production at GitHub, these libraries include a key value data store mechanism for MySQL and SQL Builder and a class to wrap results. The State of Ruby on Google Cloud Platform by Adja Hammerley. At Google Cloud Next 2017 last month, Google announced that App Engine flexible environment is now generally available. This brings the convenience of App Engine to Rubius running Rails, Sinatra, or other rack-based web frameworks. One frequently asked question is, can I run gems like Nogori or database adapters that have C extensions on App Engine? And the answer is yes. Google has tested the top 1,000 Ruby libraries, aka gems, to ensure that the necessary dependencies are available. They also tested common gems like Paperclip that don't build against C libraries, but require them at runtime. App Engine obeys .ruby version and support all currently supported versions of MRI. They have also tested the gems with Rails 3, Rails 4, and Rails 5. Jumping Off the Ruby Memory Cliff by Richard Schneeman. The memory use of a healthy app is like the heartbeat of a patient, regular and predictable. You should see a slow, steady climb that eventually plateaus, hopefully before you hit the RAM limit on your server. This article discusses memory graph patterns that are problematic and how to go about solving the memory issues in your Rails app. Please check out the podcast section of rubyplus.com for links to all the articles mentioned during this Ruby Plus podcast. Thank you for listening to the Ruby Plus podcast. Be sure to tune in once every other Thursday for the latest news in the Ruby developer community. You can subscribe in your podcast app of choice or listen on our website, rubyplus.com. As always, if you have stories that you would like us to share, be sure to email us at feedback at rubyplus.com or tweet the show at rubyplus.